Hey, Pearlside Small Group Leaders, thank you for joining us for this week's Small Group Leaders podcast, where we equip you as you lead, and we're so excited. We've um, just got through our final part of our series, Made for Greatness, After God's Heart. We're going to dive into this week's um, discussion guide. It's going to be a great one, so Pastor Billy, take us away. Amen. You know, I think this is a great uh, discussion following up on last week's message Mm -hmm. on the fear of the Lord. Uh, for those of you who didn't hear uh, Pastor Adam Mabry preach at the main campus, I want to encourage you to listen to that. Yes, please do. Because one of the things that our culture lacks really is the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can talk a lot about grace and the forgiveness and mercy of God and the good news. But the reality is the good news doesn't make sense until you understand the bad news. Absolutely. And the bad news, if you can call it bad, is that God is holy and we mm-hmm. are not. Therefore, there should be a certain amount of holy fear and reverence Uh, as we stand before a holy God. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Pastor Adam really unpacked that. And David experienced that last week's message, but also this past week's when, you know, he let his guard down. Mm -hmm. He didn't, you know, follow through with the things he needed to do, and he allowed sin to creep into his heart and then eventually acted out on it um, by, you know, having the affair with Bathsheba and then covering up her pregnancy by killing her husband Uriah. And, And, you know, a lot of people would say, well, you know, God is merciful. He should forgive him. Well, there were consequences. Right. And David's son, born to Bathsheba, died. And mm-hmm. the nation was torn apart. And his other kids rebelled against him. Right. And there was a lot of bad stuff that happened to mm-hmm. David as a result of his sin. And I think all too often in the church, we don't talk about the consequences of sin. Right. And we have to even think about it. I mean, even in the context of the nation and the time that we're living in, mm-hmm. that is not only just tolerating sin, but endorsing things that the right. Bible calls sin. I mean, we can't think that God is just okay with that. Or right. He's just going to turn a blind eye to that and wink at it forever. And at some mm-hmm. point, judgment will come. And uh, that should cause a certain amount of fear and reverence that, hey, I right. need to get my life right and walk, walk in the fear of the Lord, um, lest things happen. Mm-hmm. And David learned that very powerfully as a result of his sin. But at the same time, God is merciful. Right. And that's a beautiful picture of the gospel. God forgave him, redeemed him, but there were consequences. Right. And so I think in our lives, as we talk with our groups, you know, there's this, I'm sitting in front right here looking, staring at this book called Hypergrace by Dr. Michael Brown. And the hypergrace is the idea that, you know, I can do whatever I want and God will just forgive me, you know, just whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that doesn't work that right. way. Yes, God will forgive you and there will be consequences. Yes. yes. And so that's a complex, you know, thing. You can read the book later if you want. But the point that I think we need to really emphasize here is there are consequences to sin. So let's do what we can to avoid it and put mm-hmm. the walls up and pre- be preventative and all that. But when we do sin, we have a merciful God yes. who can forgive us and restore us. So, you know, the first discussion question there is, you know, share what God is highlighting to you most from the weekend sermon, the main thought and or scriptures above. Michelle, any thoughts you want to add yeah, to Yeah, I think this might be a week that people might wrestle a little bit with wanting to share because I, I think for the most part, because we don't talk about the fear of the Lord enough or have a reverence for God in that manner in our culture, yeah, it's going to yeah. be hard for some to understand that there's consequence. Mm-hmm. But I thought God forgives me. I thought, And he does. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. reconciles us to him. Yes. He allows us to remain in relationship with him. Right. But on this side of heaven, we walk through the brokenness and the fallenness of our yeah. flesh and of our sin and of our choice 
choices. He redeems it in the end, mm-hmm. but we're still walking through it. And so, uh, leaders, I would encourage you um, to maybe go first this week. Mm. This would be a week mm-hmm. that you prepare your tripod, go first, have something to share, even a wrestle of, of a time where you wrestled with this, that you yeah. didn't understand it, but then by the grace of God, as you walked with him, he brought you the understanding, mm-hmm. and he's allowed you to persevere through the consequences with his grace, right, his joy, um, but yet there's still what are consequences. And so um, I, I think just on that note, just really um, be okay with people pondering, uh, be okay with a little bit of silence. This is, is not one of those feel good, you know, in, uh, instantly feel good yeah. uh, moments. Make it, them feel good at the end. Make them feel good yeah. at the end, right, right. There's when we pray and we turn back to God. Yeah. But it is a reflective moment for us mm-hmm. to to really say, yeah, okay, let me, where has this been in my life? How have I seen God? How have I seen the repercussions? But how have I also seen his presence with yeah. me in them? And, you know, I really wrestled with this before I had kids. Mm. <laughs> Kids to change everything. So the young adults in our church might struggle with this a little bit, you know, because we tend to be very black and white when we're young adults. And then you have a family and you get older, you realize there's a lot of gray areas. Um, But I think a great picture of this is when you have kids, because you you don't let your kids get away with sin. Right. I mean, good parents don't at least, right? Right. And you call them out of it. There's consequences, yes. We believe in discipline, you know, Mm -hmm. and spanking and and, and there's consequences of sin, but yet I will never kick them out of my house and you will never cease to be my child. Right. And when you repent, there's blessings on the other yes. side of that. And even you know, when you don't repent, I'm still going to love you. And I think that tension is hard for, for us to hold, but you, you realize as a parent you have no choice but to hold that right. tension. I, I, I can't tolerate this sin. You can't keep picking on your sister or whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, mm-hmm. but yet I love you 100% right. at the same time. Absolutely. I may take away your device. I may ground you. I may even spank you. Right. Those are consequences for your sin, but you will never cease to be my child, Absolutely. and I will never cease to provide for you and right. love you if you are my child. And I think that's the tension that a lot of people struggle with. Mm-hmm. Well, if God is love, he should just forgive everything. No, that doesn't work that way. There are consequences. David experienced that. Yeah. Well, if God is just, then he should punish everything. No, no, no. He does, and he, he's right. merciful. It's a both end. And right. that's the crazy thing about the God of the Bible, because mm-hmm. almost any other God in the ancient world, it was you, you mess up off Smite with your head. You're gone, (laughs) you know? But God says, okay, there are consequences, right. and I love you, and I'm going to work right. to restore you. Exactly. And that's the picture and the tension that we have to hold. Yes, and that's the beautiful thing, that work towards restoring, restoring that which the enemy meant to kill, steal, and destroy. Sometimes our own choices, sometimes the circumstances around us. And so I think it's really setting our eyes on who God is above the circumstance, who God is despite how we act. Mm-hmm. And he remains constant, and so he brings us in his forgiveness back mm-hmm. to being consistent with him. And so yeah. I do think that um, it's going to be a great discussion. And, and one, too, I, I would say as well, um, leave a lot of room for prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I do think where we are in our culture right now, we can't underemphasize the fear of the Lord and the need to obey mm-hmm. his word. Yeah. Because we live in a world where anything goes. Like right. just whatever you feel you can do. And any right. type of rule or institution is is being deconstructed and overturned. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just the spirit of this age. And yeah. it's going to be hard for people to accept the fact that there are rules, eternal rules that God right. has set in his word, eternal principles um, that he codified in the law and then, mm-hmm. and then enfleshed in Jesus right. that we need to uphold as well if we, if we want to be his people. And so um, I, I don't be afraid to emphasize the, the, the standards of Scripture right. and, and the need to, to stand in the fear of the Lord, but at the same time holding the mercy side. So there's a couple other questions there. You know, Share about a time you experienced God's grace and redemption after you repented of a sin you mm-hmm. committed. 
What did you learn about God's love from this? Um, as Michelle said, you know, if you have a story of failure and redemption, share mm-hmm. that because people do need to hear that. Yes, they do. Um, share what, what, what happened as a result of your mm-hmm. sin and um, what you learned, right. but also how God redeemed you. But the, sec- the second thing there is, you know, is there an area of sin in your life right now? That God is calling you to repent mm-hmm. from. And sin is a strong word. I mean, it's definitely biblical, but it could even just be where we where we wrestle with God. Right. You know, and, and I, you know, I wrestle with giving maybe, or I wrestle with mm-hmm. forgiveness, yeah. maybe. You know, I mean, yes, those things are sins, but you know, just even the wrestling. It may yeah. not be full blown sin. Yeah, like I wonder if David had wrestled with like with hey guys, someone you know, and talked like, about I, it. There's right. this girl bathing on the rooftop. Right. Like, I'm struggling here. Yes. You know, maybe one of his guys would say, you know, let's put up a curtain or yep. David, you yep. know, <laughs> we could we could have her move, you know. Right. You are the king. You know, yes. maybe if he shared about his wrestling before it turned into full blown sin. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the the greatest thing about small group is that we can come and wrestle with each other. You know, temptation yes. is not sin. We, yes. We're told in the word that we will be tempted by what's mm-hmm. in our flesh, and we all have a different thing we get tempted by. Yeah. So temptation is not the sin. It's when we internalize it and then act upon it, yeah. right? Because that's when we turn away from God and we're, we're trying. And a lot of times we turn away from it because we're trying to overcome it on our own. Yeah. But as we share and share about the wrestle, you know, it wasn't easy for me in the beginning of my faith to give a tithe. It mm-hmm. wasn't sure. easy. for me to um, always tell the truth or always believe the best or you know reconcile with people I had grievances with it was not easy for me and then getting married it was not easy for me to submit it was not easy for me to do a lot of things that God asked me to do it it isn't it isn't easy because it goes against my flesh completely but as I wrestle with him as I apply the word as I have accountability with my small group and relationships in my life discipleship relationships I'm able to overcome and so that this discussion doesn't stall you know sometimes Mm -hmm. when we say you know is there a sin you're struggling with either people don't want to share it or they're thinking like well last time I robbed a bank it was never right (laughs) so you don't want to share because like I don't have any real sin to share about but it could even just be a wrestling yeah what's something that's hard for you to trust God with or obey that's right because if we can wrestle with it in its seed form it may never turn into full-blown sin like I said David it wasn't inevitable that he would fall to Bathsheba Mm -hmm. but he sent all his mighty men away Mm -hmm. there was no to process with and 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 so what did he do he just went off of his flesh and then right. you know we know history so it doesn't have to be full-blown it could just be a weakness mm-hmm. a struggle a doubt and a, a, a misunderstanding whatever um but anyway is there an area of sin or, or weakness or doubt or insecurity in your life that is god calling you to repent from if so how can your group help you to turn and the word repent just means turn right uh, repent from this sin and live in obedience to god and mm-hmm. let's have a great time of of honest sharing so leaders yes. you know go prepare to go first uh, think yep. about what you would share get your tripods to do the same yep. so that we can create a level of openness and transparency in our yes. groups. And also if you're meeting in public spaces, maybe find a quiet corner, yeah. find something that's a little bit more private. Um, mm-hmm. Also a week, you know, to think about where you're having group and how you're going to have it so that people do feel safe right. to be open about um, this level of uh, mm-hmm. vulnerability, you mm-hmm. know. Great, great point there. So, you know, also make sure at the end we take time to pray for one another. Yes. You know, when we when people get vulnerable, we want to bathe mm-hmm. them in prayer um, that God would God's grace would redeem their situation. Because some people in your groups may have, they may know that they're experiencing consequences because yeah. of bad decisions. Maybe a marriage blew up. Maybe mm-hmm. a relationship blew up. Whatever, right? And so let's make sure we pray for them and really um, ex- let them experience the grace of God yes, in that moment. Amen. And then pray that God would provide us opportunity to share God's love with those around us who may be battling guilt, condemnation, and right. shame. And you know what? That's such a great point because there are so many people right now that battle condemnation. Mm-hmm. 
and they need to know that there is redemption, right? So yeah. that's the other side of the coin. Where some may not have enough fear of the Lord. There are some that are so in condemnation right. that they need to see the other side that God does forgive and redeems. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yep. So have a great group this week, leaders. Again, we're so thankful for you. Don't forget, Absolutely. we look forward to seeing all of you at our Leadership Summit Come coming on. up on the 5th. Um, if you haven't uh, made time to be there, please do, uh, because this is going to launch us into the fall season and beyond. So we look forward to seeing all of you there. But thank you for yes. doing all that you do. We love you. Have a great week. Have a great small group.